You know, last year, I was able to get through the whole year, and I didn't even have to speak in chapel, so that was awesome for me, because although you will, you've seen me give many announcements, I actually get super nervous, but administration decided to hire one of my best friends as campus minister, and he got me in week two. So I'm a little nervous about that, but you know, it's okay. Also this week, we definitely saw a lot of spouses get really, really embarrassed, you know, by calling their spouse old or by telling their spouse that they're a tank. Um, you know, so I'm going to try also, wait, this one is forward, to not embarrass my spouse today. Um, I'll try. All right. But I also, um, when Dr. Best was speaking today, or Tuesday, he decided to embarrass me a little bit. So, you know, here it comes. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Does everybody know? Um, does everybody know who this is? Right? Everybody has seen, everyone knows who this is, right? This character is? All right. Olaf. Yep. Have, has anyone ever met uh, Olaf's ugly cousin? You know? Yeah. 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 But uh, it gets way worse than that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I might have to have the, the booth. Go, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and booth. Go ahead and roll this clip. This school year is eras. In what era of my life have I seen God at work? What era of my life have I felt God? What era of my life have I heard his voice the most? And to speak to a crowd full of people who have been a part of most of those eras is a little intimidating, but here are just a few moments. I've seen God in my entire childhood. I grew up in a crazy family. I'm the baby girl of five siblings. We laughed, we cried, we fought with each other, but most importantly, we fought for each other. My siblings acted like another set of my parents most of my life. They still call and check up on me. It wasn't until I got married and became a mom that they let me go just a little. My actual parents provided everything we needed, and I saw God at work in their marriage and in their parenting. My dad coached football and baseball and softball, and I was born on a game day, and my birth was announced at halftime. And yes, my dad showed up to coach the second half. My mom loved a full house. She cooked for our friends and neighbors. We had friends that lived with us when they got kicked out of their homes. Dr. Bess talked to our RAs this summer about hospitality at the RA retreat this year, and he described a hospitable home as one that provides shelter and sanctuary, not only in the sense of physical shelter from safety, but also in the deepest relational sense. 
Life is celebrated there. It provides space for friendships to grow and guests feel wanted and loved. I saw Jesus every day in my family. Or maybe I can tell you about Yosemite Bible Camp. I started going to church camp when I was in the sixth grade. My counselors taught me how to pray for the very first time. I learned that you could just talk to God. I started to go to church afterwards and I brought my parents and my siblings and eventually their kids too. YBC became the place that I would go to to get rejuvenated every year. Devos by the creek and the smell of mountain air. I was baptized my sophomore summer after hearing Steve Kay describe heaven. He often described heaven to his daughter before she passed from cancer. Before she died, she said that she was going there. And I knew someday I wanted to be just as sure as she was. One of the best days of my life was when I became a Thea, or an auntie. You might recognize a few of those young faces up there. It's an honor to have begun a legacy at YU and to see my nieces, Brianna and Sophia, and now my nephew, Hunter, here. I was a freshman in high school when my first nephew, Isaac, was born. I used to move his bassinet into my bedroom so my sister could sleep, and because I had never loved anything like that before. Isaac will be 30 in just a few weeks. He battled cancer this past year and continues to battle through all of his side effects, but he's always smiling. He makes the doctors and nurses laugh and has exchanged numbers with other patients to check on them. One of, the hospital, one of his hospital roommates was actually from Nebraska and had no family left, so Isaac and my sister now call him often and have begun to visit him. So God is at work, even in tough moments. Or how about the time in my life when God constantly told me no? I thought if I prayed really hard and made good choices and did good deeds and went to church, God would answer all my prayers with yes. Well, sometimes the best thing God can do for you is to tell you no, or not yet. And then when the time is right, he answers with something even better than what you ever imagined. He brought me Kenny. I'm not gonna traumatize you like Dr. Best traumatized us all on Tuesday, and I promise that Robin's pain was way worse than Garrett's. <laughs> I remember my doctor telling me that I would forget the pain when I saw my baby girl. Well, that was a lie. <laughs> I will never forget that pain. I was postpartum when Peyton was born. I struggled with holding her. I didn't want to change her diapers. I remember wanting her near me, but just far enough so I didn't have to touch her. I would cry because I felt like a terrible mom. I had to be away from her one day when Kenny's dad was sick in the hospital, so we left her with my sister. A few hours later, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't breathe. And once we knew Kenny's dad was okay, I made Kenny drive home, breaking all speed limits, and I raced inside my sister's house to hold Peyton like it was the very first time, and I cried. My postpartum ended that day, and it had only been three weeks, but it felt forever. When Peyton became a big sister, she said, this is the best day of my life. Now at 14, she'll tell you the best day of her life was when we gave her her cell phone. I remember watching Kenny put Aubrey in her arms. I love that I have this picture, but I don't need it. I was front row and never forgot how big her smile was. She was so proud. Kenny and I weren't even sure if we wanted to be parents, and now we were the parents of two. I think God often laughs, or maybe even I rolls our plans. He is definitely at work in my daughter's lives. They are fierce, stubborn, kind, and they drive me crazy very often, but they love Jesus. All of these moments, God was at work, but my challenge to you is to look for him here. 
God is at work in your life right now. He's in your classes, he's at your practices, he's all over campus, and he's just waiting for you to notice him. These are just a few pictures of friends that have become like family to me. Friends like Jared Stark, who brought me out of one of my darkest moments and has never given up on me. Friends like Sean Algeyer, who will make you laugh, even in the most inappropriate moments, but would never allow you to walk away defeated. If you don't have a Nikki Cooper in your life, I'm sorry. Nikki was my first friend at YU and has been there for me so many times I've lost count. Her mom and dad took me in and loved me like their own from the very beginning. Friends like Trent Hinton that allow my kids to call him Uncle Trent and has been there for my family since day one. I saw God in my softball teammates. They always had my back, even when I didn't deserve it. We battled the storms together and continued to support each other even though we were states and oceans apart. My Delta sisters, that would make me laugh and comfort me when I was all alone. God shows us who he is through the faculty and staff that became mentors and adopted parents to me. Your professors want to be a part of your life. Let them. Your coaches want you to understand the true transformation that can happen here. What a blessing it was to know amazing women like Sue Roush and Gail Miller and men like Dr. Mabry Miller and his wife Madge. Their stories of faith, love, and perseverance continue to inspire me daily. Have you ever planned your dream neighborhood with your friends? You and your friends talk about buying a block of houses or live in the same city so your kids can grow up together. Me and my college friends, we're doing that. Right now, you're in a room with incredible people. Maybe your dream isn't to live in York, Nebraska your whole life, but while you're here, open your eyes. Make this era of your life a time when you chose to see God. Make it an era of your life when you allow God to work in your life and you take a leap of faith, not worrying what others might think. In Matthew 6.22, it says, The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. So choose to see God today.